Hey, hey guys, what's up? My name is Mary Elizabeth, and you are listening to the But Why Not podcast. Before I forget, because I am an ADHDer, and that is most definitely why I do, make sure that you hit subscribe, you share this podcast with a friend, you leave a five-star review, because I have gotten so many messages, phone calls, uh, I mean, smoke signals, everything, about how much this has helped people, and that's really always been my goal in life, is to help others, right? So you can find me on Facebook at Mary Elizabeth Ryan, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at the only Mary Elizabeth, or you can find a hashtag that is now branded as mine as that ADHD girl. All right, so I'd love to hear from you. Make sure you share this to your stories so that I can celebrate you as well. Hey guys, what's up? It's Mary Elizabeth, and this is episode 25 of the But Why Not podcast. In this episode, we're going to discuss something called weeding your garden. Well, many of you might think that that means you're going outside and actually weeding the ground. Um, it's actually about weeding your own garden and getting rid of the people in your life that no longer serve you. This is something that I talk about a lot now and something that I never learned to do, but this podcast episode was really inspired by a Facebook comment that I saw earlier today. I've learned the hard way, as I'm sure many of you have, that people come and go in your life, but sometimes you also have to be the one to hold the boundary for yourself and step back and remove that person from your life. The reason that this is so important is because you can't move forward with achieving your goals, breaking through your limiting beliefs, if you constantly have this nagging feeling of, well, I really want to talk to that person, but they haven't reached out or responded to any of my stuff, and it's been quite a while, and I don't understand. And then it creates self-doubt, when most of the time, the reasons have actually nothing to do with you. Now, don't get me wrong. If there's a reason that the person isn't speaking to you and it's something that you might have done, then you for sure should apologize if if you need to. But especially in my case, that's not what happened. I was listening to a podcast episode today and it talked about how so many of us stay in friendships or relationships because we grew up being insecure and we grew up not being really accepted or around people that we could cultivate really great relationships with and so therefore we don't want to lose those people that we have in our lives for fear of abandonment or rejection and we end up staying in those situations way too long and it really got me thinking about my childhood. My childhood was different than a lot of other people's. I grew up Roman Catholic and we went to church in Syracuse which is about an hour and a half from where I lived every Sunday and not only that but church was in Latin, so it wasn't like many people understood what I was doing. And while I absolutely have no fault in what we did and learned growing up, it definitely was difficult when you do grow up in a religious type of situation or household and literally no one else you know or that you go to school with or that you're friends with understands at all or supports that. It makes you feel really alienated and most of us, especially our generation, and for me that's, you know, I'm 32 going on 33, so we had no idea how to even handle those emotions. And frankly, as women, we weren't allowed to talk about them. When we stay in situations like that that aren't good for us, what I understand now is a lot of times we're just really seeking to be accepted, right? We're seeking the dopamine, we're seeking the serotonin that have your best friend. You know, everybody talks about the American dream, but I think a major part of 
a dream is having that one person you can go to with anything and everything and you're not judged. And so I feel like I was constantly seeking that and I never really could grasp it, especially because I was constantly at Children's Hospital in Boston with my wrist. I never was around enough people continually to make those long lasting friendships. Especially having ADHD as a child and an adolescent teenage years going in through after high school and not knowing it, I had no idea how to handle my awkwardness or that I overshared continually and pretty much felt like I scared people away with how much I literally would word vomit, right? So staying in friendships or relationships too long for fear that we're going to lose them was something I did quite often. And then as I've come to learn, a lot of times especially when you're living in fight or flight or you're going through the trauma that's happened in your life and you meet people during that, sometimes you end up more trauma bonded as common ground and don't realize that than you do actually have a solid layer foundation to a friendship or relationship. And not only do we tend to seek those relationships and stay in them longer, but we also have no idea, I had no idea for sure, how to set boundaries how to say no, how to understand that if something wasn't serving you, someone wasn't serving you in the best way possible, that you could just leave. You don't have to stay in that situation. That was never, ever something I understood. Never something that was really taught. Like it, it wasn't a thing, right? It wasn't something that we did. You just go along with it and you know you politely excuse yourself and you you know don't want to disappoint anybody and you don't want to have strong opinions about one thing or another and then you just kind of like live in this vanilla world and you look around and none of the connections are real at least that's how I felt and I wonder if you feel that way too sometimes and because women were more or less bred to be people pleasers and to always keep things happy and upgoing and upbeat and never show the stress and the anxieties of life or even really be allowed to be anxious, it leads to burnout. It leads to exhaustion. It leads to really bad decisions. You know, it can lead to addiction and and alcohol abuse and all sorts of things that we never realized. So I want to tell you about something that I'm calling cleansing your friends. As most of you know, you'll always have positive and negative people in your life. But I learned from one of my mentors that for every negative person you have in your life, you need three positive people to balance that out. And I truly believe that negative energy can really be unfortunately more powerful than positive energy, which can be incredibly draining. So I want you to sit down with your notes program or a piece of paper or the back of an envelope or a card and I want you to write down all the people that come to mind that are in your life friends family partners whoever I want you to write them all down and then I want you to write down the date that you last spoke to them and if you can't recall a date that you last spoke to them I want you to circle their name if you're like me You'll have two or three people that you speak to on an everyday basis, regardless, no matter what. Those are really easy to write down a date. And then you'll have some people you were like, oh, I think to talk to them last month or maybe a couple weeks ago. And then you'll have a few people that will come to your mind and you'll write down because they're important to you, but you can't actually recall when you last spoke to them. 
Those are the people that I want you to focus on. I want you to then go back into your phone or into your messenger or wherever you normally talk to those people. And I want you to see the last time you actually had a conversation. And I want you to see where the conversation left off. Did you accidentally forget to respond? Which is something I do all the time. And then life gets busy. We do have those friends that we talk to every couple of months and you can pick up right where you left off. But have you ever sat and wondered why you haven't talked or heard from someone and they're constantly on your mind? Because that happens to me. I had a couple of friends that I loved with all my heart, but I started to really see toxic patterns. And today confirm that. Remember that Facebook comment or that Facebook post I told you about earlier that sparked this idea in me? That's where this stemmed from. And I realized it'd been months since I talked to that person. And honestly, I can't believe the behavior that I saw and what they were condoning. It literally blew my mind. And it makes my heart so sad. But here's why knowing those dates and where the conversation last left off is so important. It's no longer worth your energy to constantly wonder if that friendship or relationship is worth it. And I know that probably sounds really shitty. But you are so worth being worthy of. You are so worth all the love in the world. You are so worth somebody or the people in your life to be your biggest cheerleaders. And if your beliefs and your values don't align with certain people anymore, it's okay to slowly back out the door. It's okay to slowly close that chapter. Or as my friend Law says, it's okay to Homer Simpson into the bushes. One of the greatest tips that I can give you on how to make sure you stay connected to the people in your life while you're so busy is using the pin message feature in iMessage. Now, I am an iPhone user. I am an Apple person person all the way. And so if you're an Android, we can't be friends. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But I don't know how it works on Android, so I'm sure there's some way. However, I pin people in the nine spots on the top of my iPhone. And those are the people that I talk to on the most routine basis. Now, I might not t- talk to them every day, right? I have family pinned up there. But the girls that I talk to all the time, my two or three really, really close humans, that's where they're pinned. And I know that they're there. And every so often I look and there's a bubble up there of messages that I haven't talked to that person in a really long time. And I can then evaluate. And guess what? I can unpin. Because for me, I'm a visual learner. And I'm an audio processor. And so... If I don't see that in front of me, it's less likely to nag at me and then less likely for me to feel those negative feelings and start wondering, well, why aren't we talking? Was it me? Did I do something? When I know that I didn't do anything and that if I had done something, that as adults, we should have enough respect for each other for someone to say, hey, listen, we haven't talked in a while, but this is why you really bothered me and I just wanted to let you know. And give that person a chance to apologize. Learning boundaries and breaking through limiting beliefs and learning self-esteem and being proud of yourself and all of the things that go along with that are really, really hard. But I don't want you to let other people influence your self-worth. 
because you are an incredible person. You are an incredible human and I want you to remember that. I'm so proud of you for listening to this, for taking the time to do personal development, for looking and assessing the people in your life and to weed out your garden, to be able to go through and eliminate the sources of negativity and increase the positivity in your life. Now, I just want to preface that that doesn't mean that I think that tomorrow you should just, you know, show up and divorce your spouse or ditch like whoever. (laughs) I don't mean that, right? It's about assessment. You could do a pros and cons list right? You can write down, brain dump all of the things about that person if you're really struggling. But in my opinion, if you're really struggling to wonder why that person is still in your life, maybe that's the big enough flag to begin with. I really hope you take the time to sit down and do this small assessment. It doesn't have to take very long, maybe five or 10 minutes, but I promise you that the more often you do this, whether it's monthly, whether it's every three months, whether it's every six, I hope not only once a year, but to take the time to really do that assessment so that you can have all of the positivity and love in life that you deserve. I'd really love to hear how this goes for you if you try this. So please feel free to go to Instagram and message me at the only Mary Elizabeth, tag me in this podcast episode and let me know how this episode and how this small little assessment has positively impacted your life. As always, I want to leave you with three affirmations. I'm respected and loved by my friends. I love, cherish, and respect all of my friends. My friends add to my happiness. Thanks so much for listening. Talk soon.